We're with Holly, the CEO of Global Messiahs, and we're talking media assets today, and in particular, her media fund, which was recently launched. Welcome, Holly. Thanks for having me. So you've got the mums and dads very interested about this media class uh, and how to invest in it because we don't often get that opportunity. So I'd like you to take us through an example of one and how that has made returns for their investors. Sure. Probably one of the most well-known brands that I could use as an example, it's not one that we've invested in, although I wish we had, uh, is Peppa Pig. I think any parent right now has either a collective groan or um, is looking at their wallet thinking of how much they've spent on the toys um, for their children. So Peppa Pig is a fantastic example as a piece of intellectual property that uh, a production company established, uh, took to market, and then obviously it turned into the worldwide phenomena. Now, not every intellectual property investment is going to turn into a Peppa Pig. Um, there's only so much um, attention that a child can give the TV um, at any one point. But it's a fantastic example because if you look at it as a, as a journey across the entire asset class, as opposed to a share where you just buy and sell and you're in and you're out. Let's look at Peppa Pig as an example because just recently it was actually valued at over $1 billion US. Uh, and that's a couple of characters on screen um, with you know, a UK accent. They're extra- it's an extraordinary, clever brand. Uh, so not only was it valued at that, a really interesting fact is it was created about 10 years ago, or about 12 now, I think. So as IP, it actually sat on the shelf for 10 to 12 years um, before it actually got the, because there's an awful lot of um, competition in the children's animation space. So it eventually got its chance and it took off. What's really fascinating about that is now it has ongoing annuities, probably for the next 30 to 40 years, much in the same way as the Wiggles might, Paw Patrol is another one. Even if you look at much older examples of children's animation back to the 2D stages, um, you have Peter Pan um, and, and so on, things like that. Now, Peter Pan is a very fascinating one, and Peppa Pig's going to be similar to it in the fact that, that the Peter Pan royalty has actually been donated by the family that originally owned it. It now funds an entire hospital in the UK. So that should give you an idea of the level of returns you can actually get on an incredible piece of IP like this. And Peppa Pig, they could do the same thing. So for you as an investor to own a piece of this intellectual property, not only can you get extraordinary returns now, uh, and midway through the investment, you can have a legacy investment you can actually pass on to your children or actually donate to your favourite charity. So it's not just about the IP either. This has a lot of other spin-off revenue. Can you work us through all the different ways that you can make money off IP? Sure, uh, and there is. There's an awful lot of ways. Um, I won't go through them all, uh, but the, probably the top five that are among my favourite is merchandise. Um, most of us um, know the behaviour that we're all happy to kind of drop 10 20 30 40 $50 on our favourite T-shirt if it's got the, the brand of the IP that we like. Um, merchandise, so there's that. Uh, then there'd be actual broadcasting rights. So that's not just the initial broadcasting, it's international rights. So in, uh, globally, you've got a lot of different markets that operate at different times. So we might sell the rights initially to the US and the UK and Australia but over the next 10 to 20 years, it might then eventually air elsewhere. For example, Friends is a fantastic piece that I'm sure everyone would know. That's only just starting to air in certain Eastern European countries. And of course, they love it just as much as everyone else. Um, But it gives you a great example of the longevity of broadcasting rights, even with the changes that are happening in that space. Um, There's still that base rate of return. Um, Other ones would be uh, licensing. So licensing is really powerful because you're actually giving someone the chance to use the IP but you don't actually have to pay for anything that they create. They take on all of the risk. An example would be uh, you know, Peppa Pig, for example. Again, if I'm a toy producer, so if I'm Mattel or if I'm someone like that, 
I, I go to uh, the owner of Peppa Pig and go, I'll make all the toys. I'll take on all the risk. I'll do all the marketing. Just let me have that license. And Peppa Pig owners get a lovely fee for that, but they don't have any risk. Uh, and that's really attractive. So that's just three ways. Of, there's at least 10 or 15 that we can look at. And I actually look at it through all of our media assets that we examine. They have to have all of that. If they don't have all of these revenues, I'm not interested. Uh, for the level of return that you can get from media compared to other investments, it's staggering. Fascinating. I'm sure I could talk for you on this for another hour. Thanks for your time, Holly. No problem.